We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. The New Covenant is established on the law of faith. Now, that doesn't get you out from under the Ten Commandments. Because the Apostle Paul said, All the law is fulfilled in one word, even this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So we're made righteous by faith, by believing that the righteousness that Jesus wrought is imputed to us when we receive Jesus as our Lord. And I'll read that verse 31 again. It says, Do we then make void the law through faith? Now he's talking about the fact that we become righteous through faith, He said, no, we established the law, and he's talking about the law of the new covenant. Now, come right over into the fourth chapter, and we'll notice here a few verses. He says, what shall we say then that Abraham, our father, as pertaining to the flesh, hath found? For if Abraham were justified by works, he hath whereof to glory, but not before God. For what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Now notice, he believed God, and it was counted for righteousness. Come on over down to verse 13. For the promise that he should be heir of the world was not to Abraham or his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Now we'll read that again. I want you to listen very closely. For the promise that he should be heir of the world... Notice, heir of the world. Doesn't sound like that we're just little worms in the dust. We're going to enter into this promise of being heir of the world. That he should be heir of the world was not to Abraham or his seed. Now, see, we are the seed of Abraham. So it was not to Abraham or his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. He said this promise could never come about just through the law. But it had to come about. Through faith. Can you see that? For if they which are of the law be heirs, faith is made void, and the promise of none effect. Because the law worketh wrath, for where no law is, there is no transgression. Therefore, it is a faith that it might be by grace. Now listen to this. He said it is a faith that it might be by grace. Now, I don't think we can understand that until we read this. Let's stop right there and move over here to the fifth chapter, and let's read two verses, and then we can go back and understand that better. Romans 5, verse 1 and 2. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Now, notice verse 2. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace. You know, the only way that you can enter into the grace of God is by faith. You can't do it by works. Now, it's sad to say, but there's many people, members of churches today, that are trying to get to heaven through works. They're trying to give their way into the kingdom or earn their way into the kingdom. And the Apostle Paul says the only way that you can enter into the grace of God is through faith, by faith. You've got to believe what Jesus did. 
Now, certainly we ought to do all those other good things. But it's a sad situation when people believe that their works is going to save them. You see, you get rewarded for your works. When you get to heaven, you'll get a reward for your works. But it's not going to get you to heaven. You must be born again. So it's by faith we enter into grace. Now I'm back up to verse 16. I think we can see it. Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace. He said we're going to do this thing by faith so you can enter into the grace of God. That's the only way you're going to be able to enter into it. Now see, the problem is that when we try to go into this thing, that I'm going to earn this thing, or I'm going to do this thing myself, like one man told me one time, he said, well, he said, I'm going to get my life straightened out, and then I'm going to serve God. <laughs> He's in big trouble, man. You can't get your life straightened out. If he could, he'd already had it straightened out. You can't do it. You can't just turn over a new leaf. It takes the supernatural power of God and His grace. You see, condemnation will eat you alive, man. I mean, when you're out under the grace of God. It's the grace that does away with that condemnation. When you make a mistake because of grace, thank God you can confess your sins and be cleansed from all unrighteousness. And a man that's out from under that grace and hadn't entered into that grace, he hadn't got a ghost of a chance, man. Now listen to what he says. Therefore it is a faith that it might be by grace to the end or to this end, that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Now notice what he said. It's not just to those that were under the law. He said, but to those that are of the faith of Abraham. It is of faith that it might be by grace. If it's not of faith, you can't enter into grace. We're living in days of grace now. Now, we've all heard that, but I don't think we've really understood. I know the church has not really understood what grace meant. We've understood this much about it, that grace is unmerited favor. Now, I had the Lord talk to me about that one time. I was reading a scripture, and... Uh, 2 Peter chapter 1, where it says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God. And the uh, Spirit of God said to me, he said, you read that again. I read it again. And uh, he said, did you get that? I said, yeah, I got it. And he said, well, what is grace? I said, it's unmerited favor. Well, that's all I'd ever heard. And I'd been satisfied with that. But he said to me, well, now, if God had just been in favor of you being saved and hadn't done anything, got involved to put it in motion, would it have helped you any? If he just said, well, now, if Charles Capps can save himself, it's all right with me, but I'm not going to get involved in it. I'd have been in big trouble, wouldn't I? And you would have too. See, there would have been no salvation. If God said, well, now, if the world can figure out a way to save themselves, that's fine with me. I'm in favor of it, but I'm not going to do anything to instigate it. You could see we'd have been in big trouble. But God got personally involved in this situation and gave his only son to come into this earth and receive sin and become sin for us. Now, I think we've missed some of the great types in the Old Testament. You remember when God told Moses to throw his rod down? He threw it down to become a serpent. And he said, now pick it up. He picked it up and it turned back into a rod. And then when they got before Pharaoh, you know, Aaron had the rod. He threw the rod down. It turned into a serpent. And uh, Pharaoh said, that's nothing. Bring my magicians in here. And they threw their rods down. They turned into snakes too. But did you notice 
that Aaron's rod swallowed up the other snakes. His rod turned into a king snake. You know who that's a type of? Jesus. It's a type of Jesus. You know why they hung a serpent on the pole when the children of Israel sinned and the serpents came among and bit them and they died? It was because that serpent on the pole represented Jesus becoming sin. And he said, if you behold, if you behold that serpent on the pole, that brass serpent, then he says, it'll come to pass if you've been bitten by that serpent that it won't affect you and you'll live. Oh, I tell you, you missed a good place, child. <laughs> Has anybody in here ever been affected by the old serpent Satan? <laughs> then if we'll behold what happened to him on the cross. See, that serpent on the pole represents Jesus and it represents divine judgment. Brass is symbolic of divine judgment. Jesus became sin for us. He who knew no sin became sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And right there in the wilderness, God showed the plan of redemption. Even as he showed it before Pharaoh. When he threw the rod down, the rod is a type of Jesus. Isaiah said, a rod shall come out of the stem of Jesse. That rod was Jesus. And that rod that Moses carried, that rod that Aaron carried was a type of Jesus. It went to the ground and when it went to the ground, it became a serpent. It became sin. Jesus became sin. And while he became sin, he swallowed up all other. And then he turned back into the rod. Glory be to God. Now, to understand what it means to look at that serpent on the pole. That used to make me so mad. I'd say, God, why didn't you put a little lamb on that pole? Why did you put a serpent up there? If it represented Jesus, because the devil wasn't crucified, Jesus was crucified. But you see, when I got into the Old Testament types and found out that Jesus became sin. And that serpent on the pole meant two things. It meant that it was the type of Jesus. And it also was symbolic of divine judgment. The divine judgment had rendered that old serpent Satan harmless and ineffective. And if you behold what Jesus did on the cross, then if that old serpent has affected you, you will live and not die. Thank <laughs> God. You can live. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. Isn't that good news? Well, glory to God. Lift your hands and praise God for that. Hallelujah. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, all of this week, we have a CD offer number 7111. That's CD offer number 7111. It's entitled, The Righteousness Which Is By Faith. Single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. On this, we deal with the fact that we are the righteousness of God in Christ. Have you ever heard people say, I know you've said it yourself, you know, we're just old sinners saved by grace. No, we were old sinners. When we got saved by grace, we became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and this is the righteousness which is by faith. Because, you see, it's not our righteousness, it's His righteousness. 
You hear people say things like, well, you know what the Bible says, there's none righteous, no, not one. No, the Bible doesn't say that. Now, it is a statement in the Bible, but for the Bible to say something, it has to be a truth that runs through the Scriptures. And Paul makes that statement in Romans, the third chapter, verse 10. But then in verse 19, he qualifies. He said, Now we know what things soever the law saith. It saith to them that are under the law that every mouth may be stopped and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall be no flesh justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. He goes on to say, But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifest, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. So you see, what he is saying here is the fact that there is now righteousness through faith. Verse 23 says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by the grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. In other words, we are righteous by faith, not by our works. Thank God. That's offer number 7111. It's entitled, The Righteousness Which Is By Faith. Single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400. Or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.